So everyone, welcome back to the Bodybuilding Prospect podcast. Um, we have our first special guest who is an IFBB pro coming on today, and that is Mr. John Lofthouse. Um, he's an IFBB classic pro, um, turned pro in 2019, um, and it was nice to be linked up to speak to him, going through all things bodybuilding, the process of going through things, moving to Dubai, being a full-time coach, and being able to pursue, obviously, the pro dream of getting to wherever he wants to go. We're going to find that out today. Um, so I'd like, like to say welcome and uh, let's breeze. Pleasure to have you on as well. Yeah, thank you for having me on, lads. It'll be good. All right. So first thing to dive into. Um, so you turned pro 2019. Um, I think I actually watched the live stream, I think they did of that, um, going into who you're against, which was Michael DeBull, Abu, who are both now also classic pros. Was there like some rivalry between you three? Because you were kind of like the top guys, you know, in the classic of amateurs in the UK for a while. Um, you know, obviously you've got more, you know, insight to who those guys were beforehand and what could you go into? Yeah, well, not not to be to be rude, like, I have a huge amount of respect for every for everyone in classic amateur and pro alike. But I didn't know I didn't know who they were when I first went to the show. I'd never heard of them. I'll be honest, I wasn't really on the gram. I try and stay off the gram as much as I can when I'm going into shows, you know. So if I'm honest. I, I, I didn't even know who they were when I got on. Um, I remember like lining back, lining up backstage mm. and uh, I just won my class. Well, sorry, I was going into going into my class, lining up backstage and yeah, see these guys. And it, I think it was, um, is it Abu? Yeah. Yeah, I see, I see him first and I was like, oh, fuck. Was like, <laughs> what was the point? I was like, what was yeah. the point? Fucking quads hanging off him. Yeah. Fucking, massive chest arms everything i was like i'm done i was like what is the point yeah and yeah then Sammy was next to him and he was like don't be stupid man he was like you fucking peeled he was like just go on stage and do it and then yeah unfortunately yeah. unfortunately he came came out the winner but yeah i remember seeing i remember seeing him and being being shook but yeah, yeah. it was a good show it was a proper good probably one of the most enjoyable times i've had on stage that show turning mm -hmm. pro it was uh yeah it was a lot it was a lot of fun what's the pressure Pardon? What's the uh, pressure difference like? Does it feel different going into a pro show than it did any of your amateurs? Is there like that that little bit of pressure lingering a bit more? So my um, I've done three three pro shows now. And this, the first, obviously, I haven't I haven't done the pro pro leagues kicking my ass at the minute, man. Absolutely <laughs> kicking my ass. But the first two shows, I ha I didn't feel any pressure to be honest. When I went to my first two pro shows. Because I didn't really have any expectations, you know, and I didn't really, I didn't really care. Like it was my first. Obviously, I wanted to win. But it was my first pro show, and I competed. My first pro show was in um, where was it? It was in Alicante, and it was off the back of COVID. So it was like the biggest pro show you've ever seen. I think it was like thirty-five pro athletes, which is like unheard of. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. So just going into that, I was like, you know what? There is no pressure for this show. It's just about cutting my teeth into, you know, the pro leagues, getting on stage, and just doing the thing. So I didn't really feel any pressure for that for the first year, but the, the Poland show I felt a lot of pressure, mm -hmm. like a lot, a lot of pressure to perform well. And obviously, even on the back of that, I still didn't do well. But that's all good. But I'd say I felt the most pressure for my pro card. Yeah, to be honest, because I was so fucking adamant that I was gonna win. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Built this up. I'd built this up in my head. Like I would honestly be. And this is no joke. I would be on the treadmill from twelve weeks out, just you know, doing my cardio. And I would visualize the point, I would visualize winning to the point of almost like, you know, you know, if you're going to earn your pro card and you put this up into it, you're definitely going to cry. Well, I knew I would. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I've got emotional winning any show, you know, you put so much into it and then it just, it just yeah, comes yeah. out. 
And I literally mm. visualized to the point where I would get upset on the treadmill, like I wouldn't bull my eyes out, but like tears yeah. would come up in my and be like, shit, like I would go so deep into it. And I've done mm. that every fucking day. And I think I put the pressure on myself, you know? Mm. Um, but that's the deeper side to it, you know? Mm. You know, you're a fully grown man, you know? You're in, people just see this other guy, and, you know, you're in your big baggy jump, or whatever, but like, you're on a treadmill. He's like, this dude's like tearing up. Like, what's, what's, he, what's he up to? You know, what's he got going on? <laughs> You know, has he got yeah. a problem with something? That, but... That's a different level of manifestation. That actually, yeah. like, feeling the emotions of winning before it before it's happened. Mm. Like, whilst you're a triple, that's insane. Mm. Yeah. We, we all have that. No, go on, you go. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, and I have, I haven't actually had that since. You know, so mm. I think that's, I think I, I kind of know in myself that I'm, even this year for Poland, I think deep down I knew in myself that I was, I'm still not ready. You know? I still need a lot more muscle. So, but it will come. But um. Just going to like you're saying more muscle, and um, because I think I took a note here. Um, you were, was it was it four kilos off the weight cap when you turned pro? Was that is that correct? Uh, was it for the amateur for the amateur yeah, cap? Yeah. Memory now. Yeah, I, I was on stage at 89 kilos. I actually got down lower, obviously, but by the time I carved up, yeah, I was 89 kilos on stage. So yeah, um, four How tall kilos. Are you? 93 bits a little bit. Five, uh, five. 10 and a half, I think I get okay. measured yeah. yeah. Obviously, you get your weight increase once you turn pro. How many, is it 10 pounds more you get, 10, 12? Yeah, uh, yeah five kilos, yeah, 10, yeah. pounds. And, and you've got plenty more to go. Yeah, yeah, huge jump. So like this year, Poland, I managed to, I got my body weight down to, I think the upper 91s. Mm -hmm. And then I was on stage probably around sort of 93 and a half. I could have That's pushed my body weight down lower yeah. if I wanted to. Like mm. I didn't, I wasn't, I was pushing hard, but I wasn't, I could definitely get my body weight down lower. Like me and Kyle spoke, yeah. like if I wanted to, I could have got down to 90 kilos. But yeah. that would be a detriment to my physique, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was watching guys like Neil Curry, you know, struggling to make weight for the last two years, and it's like, man, like when are you going to have to just call it and be like, I can't make it anymore? You know, seeing the sauna tricks and I don't know what sort of, Directed protocol he's using, <laughs> but I'm like, how do you even make it? You know, and like this guy's skinned from ten weeks out. Yeah, I know, I know. It's unreal. I don't know how he does it, to be honest, man. I think he just kills himself. I remember being at the um, when we we only competed against each other once. If I remember you say compete against each other. I was in the third call out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I remember. I remember being uh, like at the early at the event the day before. We had to like weigh in and stuff. And someone come, I can't remember where someone come up to me and he was like, Oh fuck, I don't know if Neil's gonna be competing. He's been sitting in a bath for four hours. <laughs> he didn't have a sauna. So he was sitting apparently. This is this is like I heard this like secondhand, so I don't quote me, but I think I saw the stories that day. He was sharing the stories of like him. Oh, was it? Yeah, because I think he was going like back and forth checking his weight. <laughs> um, we we had a bit of beef at the time, so I won't follow him. <laughs> <laughs> oh bodybuilding yeah. beef. How's it been yeah. going with Cal since the move, man? It seemed it, from from the outside looking in, man, it's been an incredible blow up to say the least. But how do you feel as an athlete coach relationship? How do you think it's been different? Um, what, what difference in terms of what just being out the country? Just working with Cal, like oh, okay. can deal the vibe, not not necessarily the the details, but just the vibe of coach. Like, how are you feeling? He's, he's awesome, man. He's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. I think everybody says this, but he he really is. He's got such um he's got like such a deeper he's got such a deep passion for coaching, you know. And yeah. you, you just get the feel where at least I do as an athlete that like when I started working with him, he just wants to 
he doesn't just see you as a a client you know he sees you as an athlete you know he see he, yeah, yeah. he recognizes that like this isn't just like a little thing i do like this is my fucking life like it's my career like if i do well in this i could potentially you know like live the dream you know like there's yeah. a lot of opportunities that come with being at the top of the game and I, I you know i genuinely think that i have the potential to get there and it's and i think it's the fact that he recognizes that you know with the with the people that he takes on he mm-hmm. recognizes that there's you know there's potential for this guy to change their life you know so he really yeah. fully fully immerses himself and just invests himself you know in 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 everyone that um, seems like a real yeah, cool bond yeah. to have it, yeah it's so it's quite clear it's clear you see, see the pool mm-hmm. of athletes he's got coming toward like gravitating towards him currently is mega yeah. but even the amateur yeah. guys I've got a couple mm-hmm. of friends that were with JP with all kinds of good top end UK coaches that have moved over to Cal and straight away even from just what they receive in like a pack can see the yeah. attention to detail and like what you get from a, like an individual relationship seems to be like mind boggling to them from what they've had in the past so yeah it's he he took me on off of the back of of James Noellen, you know, and it's like little things like this. He was like, right, are you are you doing everything on WhatsApp at the minute? Because obviously he's like Google Sheets and all that. And I was like, yeah, just WhatsApp. And he was like, okay, sweet. That motherfucker sent me my diet, my cardio, and my training plan every single day in the morning after I sent pictures for like six weeks every day. Nice every day with small tweaks in the training, small tweaks in the diet here and there every mm. freaking day. I would send for six weeks, man. He's he made me send pictures every day, a lot of times post workout as well. And then in the morning, you know, within the hour, it's like my full, you know. So it was like a smooth transition for me, you know. And then he got like sheets up. So but it's little things like that. Like he goes out of his fucking way yeah. to yeah. to be what you need him to be. He doesn't mm-hmm. like he molds to you, you don't mold to him. And I think that's a, okay. a cool quality for a coach, you know. Not to say that he doesn't throw his two cents in and obviously you know, give you his ideas and thoughts about how to approach things, but he really molds, he really molds to you and becomes just what you need him to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. And what was cool to see last year, obviously, especially with Hader chasing mm. after it all year, and then every show he was, it doesn't matter what country it was in, Gallon was there, and I was like, like the amount of money that, that he's putting in of his own, off his own back, to follow him around, not follow him around, obviously coach him, take him like, with him. It's like, yeah. you're... You are amongst it, mate. Like you, you can't do anything but rate it. Hundred percent. He um yeah, he's just extremely dedicated to his athletes, man. I can't remember. He did tell me how many countries he's, he he had been. Um, I can't remember. It was, it was crazy though. But yeah, he just he really does put the work in, man. And he's such a cool guy. Like when we was together in Poland for a week, um, for my show, he's just you know we're just up talking, chatting about shit. Like he's just a, he's just a cool fucking guy. He's he's definitely a friend as well as a coach now, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I followed him. I followed him for quite a long time. Um, never managed to speak to him. I walked past him at the Arnold. Well, I just see the moustache and obviously the six foot, whatever tall he is, you know? <laughs> you, can't, you, can't miss, you can't miss him, can you? Um, <laughs> but I would speak to him at some point because um, our training, um, any sort of training instruction video from Joe, Joe Jeffrey, our coach, will come mainly from muscle mentors. Um, yeah. Purely because he loves their style of things with exercise execution, biomechanics which you know we're just dabbling in now which is you know another mind blower in its own um yeah. but obviously anyone that joe trusts we automatically are gonna you know go towards that because the energy is good if the people are good and they've got to know what they're doing mm. plus yeah. kind of lifts like a monster yeah, yeah he's, he's, strong, he's got he's some retarded strength going on man that's just silly 
there's that one mm. machine. I think it's like a, it's almost like a vertical. It's like a vertical pendulum squat, if that makes sense. You the might know a bit squat, of kids, the true squat. I think, I think that's what oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never been to one. one. Yeah, I, I, I want to just, just want to see how weak I am compared to guys like him. You know, like just like, one piss on me a quick one. <laughs> how how did you find um, the adaption moving out to Dubai, man? Because that's a it's a big move leaving home. Like you know, we've said before. But actually, I mean, I moved two hours from home, and that was quite like it took me a while to settle in. But that's not another country. Yeah. It was, it was hard, man. Like, obviously, I've been in I've been in Essex in the UK my entire life. Obviously, I've, like, over the past however many years, six years, like, I travel a lot with bodybuilding, like, different shows all the fucking time. I'm used to traveling about. But moving, I haven't ever moved anywhere. Like, not to throw a pity party, but my freaking dad passed <laughs> in December. Yeah. But as I, I had already plans to move, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. I had the move plans that we was going around about mid-December. And then wow. my dad died. Yeah. It was like just before December, you know, like just before we went, like two weeks before we was due to go. And I was like, like, fuck, man, like, what do I do? I didn't want to, it's one of them things. It's like, do you want to stay here and, you know, be with family and everything? Or do you, do you just keep going on? Do you just keep moving forward with things? And I decided to keep moving forward with things. You know, I moved out there for literally two weeks, flew back for the funeral and then it came back. And then yeah. I'll be straight honest with you guys, like for the first, from uh, like Christmas, which is when I got like after the funeral come back from Christmas to up until a month ago, you know, mm-hmm. like mid Jan, you're probably like a month, maybe four to six weeks. It's been hell. It's been hell. Really? I went into, I, I don't know if it's like, if I was, but I feel like I hit a bit of depression. Like I was having really dark thoughts. So it really wasn't good to be honest. I had a couple of breakdowns and unfortunate my missus here kept me on the straight and narrow, you know, like FaceTiming my brothers and stuff a lot, we're all going, the same, going through the same thing. It's like at that time where you probably want to be around family and be around friends, yeah. left mm. and I was around nothing. Yeah. But I just like, what do you do? You know, I made a decision to, to move on and keep moving forward with things. Yeah. It's it number one, isn't it? It's for number yeah. one, you know? Yeah. I couldn't change, I couldn't change it, you know, I couldn't change it. So I just, I carried on to, I decided to carry on and it was yeah hard transition, but like I'm much, much better now and I'm really, really enjoying it out here now. Mm. But yeah, the first month was really hard, especially being away from Sammy. It was one of the hardest things to be away from Sammy. We talk all the time. Yeah. Um, we've got such a connection. We've trained together for like seven years. Like when I say like we've trained together like seven years and spent like five hours a day, five days a week on like those training days, that's what we do. Like we put in time. And he's like more than a brother to me, you know. So being away mm. from him is really hard as well. He's coming mm. out here soon. Yeah, that's beating our relationship, George. That that kind of beats us. But <laughs> Mate, <laughs> we might as well not even be mates at this point. Isn't it? Like what happened was me and George, like maybe a similar story. You know, you bump into each other in the gym, you realise you train at the same sort of time. Yeah. And this is when George had hair. Bear in mind. Um, <laughs> and and we, we were like, yeah, should we just get a session in tomorrow? And then literally from that next day. Like a year straight, because we were coached by Jace at, the, at that time. Yeah. Um, and obviously our training was very similar. We were like with the oxygen program. When Jace first went to oxygen training with a Figo, Figo Ahmad, I think his name is, and the new pro. Um, that sort of training style, Jamie Drago style. Um, and yeah, we did that for like a year straight. And then he fucking fucks off and leaves and travels two, two hours up north. Well, you, know, you, grew, you grew, I didn't. So I had to do something. <laughs> Nah, it was um, it is awesome obviously to have guys like that, you know. Like, is your circle yeah. reasonably small, like within the bodybuilding community? Would you say? Yeah, I don't want to. 
I don't want to say I've got no friends and shit on the <laughs> shit on a lot of people who yeah. you know I probably would class as a friend, but I, I don't know. Like I'll be straight. Like a friend to me is a like a quite a deep thing. You know, like I, I wouldn't say I have many friends. Like Sammy's my only like very very close friend. I've got a couple of couple of friends back home, but yeah, my circle, if you want to call it that, is is tiny. You know, I got my I got three brothers. I'm very close to them. Sammy, my missus, like all my family. And I've got a shit ton of people that I'm, you know, friends with, but like people that I spend time with, not yeah. many at all, man. Not many at all. Yeah. I've just been in a box for six years trying to turn like turn pro and just do this yeah. thing that's possible. And it's just been me and Sammy, you know. I've got a couple of other good friends, but um yeah, I think it's quite a common thing with people that kind of yeah, and they make it, the ones that kind of make it on their their goal or whatever that is. It tends yeah. to be a similar trend that they just lock themselves in and go like have like Hobbit mode and just focus yeah. on that few and just keep driving ballistic for that goal. Yeah, pays off. Yeah, you, know, the... you know, it's like the um the old friends, you know, the ones that invite you out on Friday nights for drinks stuff like that and. Eventually, you move away from it. Let's be honest. Though. I had a friend of mine the other day. He's actually a client as well. He's like, oh, let's organise a drink soon. I was like, I was like, for the first time ever, I was like, mate, like, I can do food, you know, it depends where we're going. But I was like, I just don't, I'm not about it. And it's, I, I was like, I actually felt weird to say it. Like, I don't actually have to just turn up, get mullered, you know, yeah. and, and that's it. You know, I, was like, I don't have to. And to be honest, I don't fucking want to. I'll no. be honest. I'd rather just go out for dinner with my girlfriend and come home and sleep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same, man. Like, up until 22, I've done, you know, the going out scene and everything like that. And and to be honest, I look back at it now, I'm like, man, that was like four years from 18 to 22 just damaged me. I could be four years further. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, the same thing yeah. I say. Yeah, but it, it's no point dwelling on it. I actually had a period in my life, like, it was 2020, where I actually dwelled on that so much. It made me want to quit bodybuilding. I've actually spoke about that. Like, I, I dwelled on the fuck so much that, I got into this sport where so many people were doing better than me. It's just Instagram and stuff, you know, like it can really fuck your head. And I just weren't in a happy place. I had to really just focus on myself and you yeah. know, realize it, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, everyone's on their own journey. And the only, only thing that matters is that you're happy and having fun doing what you're doing. Yeah. And we had the same thing, you know, going into obviously still an amateur level. Say, for example, what is it Callum's young guy client? I think he's still a junior. He's 300 pounds. Oh. Oh yeah, I've seen him. The cloud, the fucking cloud. That's what you're gonna call him. I was like, "Are you having me on? Are you having me on?" I was like, "He's got sixty pounds on me easily," and I think he's a year younger than me. And I'm like, yeah. "I'll stare at that every day. I'll probably give up bodybuilding." Do you know what I mean? But like you said, you can't. You can't dwell on it. You can't dwell on it. Like I compete against like Valentin in Poland. He's like, what's he? Twenty two. I want the one who turned pro at the Arnold. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I watched I watched his routine and stuff like that was phenomenal. Like, I got to see it in person and that guy, like he, he was loving it. And obviously his first pro show, they gave him I think like an extra minute of posing because he turned pro that day. Like the commentator was like he was like, he's like, we're gonna give you another minute. He was like, just keep rolling out the poses and he was absolutely loving it. And the crowd was loving it. I was like, This is this is bodybuilding. I love this. Um I, I never got to see it. I was um I was only up there for one down Sunday on the Sup Need stand, but I remember uh, Sammy and uh, his missus coming up to me and I was like, oh, you've got to see this kid. Like, he was incredible. Uh, yeah. And then, like, a few weeks later, I'm, I'm with him, competing against him and then eating pizza with him until 3 a.m. in the morning. We, cool. we literally had to go for, like, a walk at, like, 3 a.m. around yeah. the fucking <laughs> Warsaw. Just to walk, me and me, him, 
Cal and Sammy are all in the room. We're, we're both dying on the floor, eating too much pizza. And I was like, Cal, what the fuck am I do? I was like, I can't go see those. He was like, you need to go for a freaking walk. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Cal just, uh, me and uh, Valentin just got up and just walked for an hour, like 3 a.m. <laughs> at Warsaw, just got had this really deep talk about similar stuff we're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Mate, that's a cool sheet to remember. Yeah. Your, your transition into bodybuilding, like, what was it that, kicked it off for you well where did this start like the passion for it or was it just like a did it just evolve over time or did you know I, i've seen the the pictures of the boxing and so i was uh i got into sort of just lifting weights when i was probably 16 just a little bit just like because he wasn't even allowed to join the gym where i was there was only like one gym it was uh, it was a fitness first Cause it, like it's a fair well I ain't that freaking old but like it's a fair while ago you know it's like yeah, 30, <laughs> 13 you know it's 13 years ago there wasn't like Instagram it was generally like kind of at the end of the flex magazine area I was still on magazines and stuff yeah you know Facebook was just coming about but um yeah I started training like lifting a few weights in my bedroom at 16 because my brother was into it he got he kind of got me into it then at 17 started college there was a college gym basically just longed off all my classes and just went to the gym every day. I literally got, I've done sports psychology and business, literally got used in everything because I didn't go to any of the classes. I just went to the gym all the time. And then from there, I became, a, my brother was a sparky, so I became a sparky because I didn't know what the fuck to do. So mm -hmm. from then till 22, I was basically a sparky with this mad, mad passion for bodybuilding. Like the only thing I gave a fuck about was putting the tools down, get home and go to the gym, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. if it was a leg day, I was on price work at the time. I'm leaving at, like, 1 o'clock, and I'm going to train legs, you know. <laughs> so, but it was, to be honest, like, it was actually um, when I was 21 that really basically just changed my whole life around, you know. I was, I basically just got in trouble. Like, I got done for GBH at the time. And just being an idiot, to be honest, nothing that bad. I'm not saying I'm a hard man, but I was just an idiot, got into a bad fight, and I got done for it. Um mm -hmm narrowly and it did narrowly genuinely like escape freaking going to jail got like low 250 hours community service and a massive fine and all that and that was the point and i was like fuck this i was like if things can change that quickly by me being like an idiot i'm gonna get myself on you know the straight and narrow not that i was like i say it was just one one stupid night but i'm gonna yeah. get myself you know, on a path that i can focus you know so and that was pretty much it like i've just um i read a book called the secret probably loads of people know about that you know cheesy but that book actually t made me quit electrics you know literally i was going to work today i was with my mate and we was talking on a sunday having breakfast and that and we was like fuck this let's quit our jobs let's get into fitness and we did we got on the track we got i got on the train on monday morning was on the way to work just looking at everyone i was like nah, fuck, like, fuck this I'm, like, I'm not doing it anymore so yeah, it's yeah. Like, i'm not doing it anymore so i got off halfway to work left the tools of work just went back home i was like i'm done quit called my boss i was like, i'm not coming back and he was like what do you mean come back i was like, i'm done being an electrician <laughs> and that was yeah. it and then um yeah and then i uh ended up going to got a job behind the counter at rip gym and the rest is history yeah yeah rip gym great gym for people that don't know obviously that's uh is it basildon i want to say basildon? yeah basildon. yeah it's great and the posing room upstairs is mint so definitely something good to check out yeah but, but yeah, so that's the story. That's how I'm going to it. I feel, I feel like there's a lot of similarity when you look at people that make them in bodybuilding. Like there's always that definitive moment. It sounds it sounds cringy saying, oh, your bodybuilding saved me and all that. But 
there's often like a definitive moment where it's like a choice you've got to make. It's, mm, it's either going this way, the wrong way, or yeah. bodybuilding or broke. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like, I won't go like, oh, like it saved me. Like, I wasn't really going down like that. It's not like I was a freaking pimping drug addict, like, into all this shit, you know? I just had a stupid night, but it did save me from living that, you know, a life of what was it, discontentment, like unsatisfaction, you know? It definitely strayed me away from the normal, you know, nine to five on a building site. Like, that would have been my life, you know, if I didn't make the decisions. Yeah. I mean, we've done it. We've done the same. I, I made that same choice last year and just went full time with coach. As well, yeah. Yeah, I was tarmac, yeah. tarmac for six yeah. years and I just went, no, nah, I'm done. Uh, bodybuilding and coaching, that's, that's where it is. I went for it. Mm -hmm. I started Block Paving when I first went on site um, years yeah. ago and I had a bad back at 19. And I was like, yeah, you can like, my pals, they were earning a mint from paving. You know, when you lay some serious meters, same as obviously your trade, you know, you can earn some money. But I was like, yeah. my back hurts and I've got to go train. You know, obviously everything was like deadlifts, wasn't it? You know, back in the teen years, you know, oh, I want to get mad some deadlifts and all that stuff. Um, and I was like, I'm just not about it. Then I moved to the railway and that was the most bodybuilding friendly um, sector to probably go into because let's be honest everyone knows people that work on the railway you don't do much and you earn all right let's be honest um, <laughs> so <laughs> definitely bodybuilding friendly anyone doesn't know um, yeah it's, it's a very friendly industry to be in for those that yeah. are stuck in say a trade they don't want to be in um, yeah. sure uh, jacket off yeah. go, go for full time just go full time I couldn't afford my lifestyle and to afford bodybuilding at the minute just go full time yet neither um, could I when I started I just took the jump and went for it <laughs> I've got this place to pay for. I've got Joe to pay for. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend, enough, doesn't cost me a lot. So. I'm sure you will at some point. You'll make the jump. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I do love my job, which is something most people can't say, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one thing. Um, going to questions, obviously, before we're going too far. Um, <laughs> first one I've got is always good to ask people is, who is your favorite physique ever, like in bodybuilding? Like coming back onto that. Like, who do you love? It's such a hard question when people, when people say that, you know, because I've got yeah. favourite physiques for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. But I have to, uh, if, I, if I had to choose one, mm -hmm. it would probably just be Tom Platts. Okay. Not because, not because of his physique, just because of his, uh, obviously his physique is quite incredible at the time, but just his attitude towards bodybuilding, you know. But I can be quite a deep, deep guy myself and the way, the way he just speaks and how much passion he has for bodybuilding is unreal. Mm -hmm. like, and obviously I had the opportunity to meet him and train, not train with him, but he trained uh, me amongst like a group of people um, a couple of years ago. It was just the most amazing experience ever. You know, like he had me under the squat rack, I think just a couple of plates aside, he had me get to like 47 of the most perfect reps and get to absolute, absolute freaking failure and beyond, you know, getting dragged out of the pocket like five times. And then yeah. I literally, I just remember racking the bar, falling to the floor, rolling over and you got Tom Platts literally just leaning over me, leaning over me with the most serious face. <laughs> and he just goes, he puts his hand out to pick me up and he just goes, welcome to the pain zone. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I was like, that's life done. I was like, that is yeah. the most epic moment ever. But he fucking meant it, you know? Like I, yeah. can't even, I can't even say it without laughing, but when he says shit, he, yeah. he, he just expresses himself like other people yep. can't, and he fucking means it, and that's so fucking cool. After yeah. watching all his videos, like obviously him and his training seminars, one thing you're going to remember him for is his dress sense because it's phenomenal. You know, he comes in with the three-piece suit. Yeah, he was. He's still got the old-school hair. Um, yeah. Alfonso. Uh, 
Yeah, and like you're saying, and his passion for bodybuilding is nuts. I think, I can't remember, he put um, a top amateur on the hack squat. He was going for, you know, you know the Tom Platt style on the toes on the hack squat. And he was digging heads. I think it was Jimmy, it might have been Jimmy Tonk, it might have been before he turned pro. Um, Either way, he was just digging him out and he's like in their face. He's like, mate, you love shit, didn't you? Like, you do this for free. You really could tell he would. And just phenomenal to see. Yeah. What about from awesome. era to era? Is there any that like stand out from say like the golden era, like the two thousands to modern day? Um, what's so like a favourite physique from each era? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I suppose I'll take Tom Platzi for that. That sort of, you know, the golden era in the seventies, and then you know, mm. sort of like nineties um, for me, Sean Ray just for posing presentation, yeah. a physique, really not personality. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, I'll only judge people by uh, my encounters that I have with him. And he said my posing was great once on my comment, so he's in my good books, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, no, I know he can be a bit of a dick at times, but um, yeah, no, Sean, Sean Ray just for posing and just the quality of the physique like the physique yeah. was fucking clean. Just clean, clean so clean. Yeah. Like that, when everyone speaks to me, like, what do I like on physique? Like, it's just a clean physique, clean mm-hmm. line, like everything, like the tan form. That it's just a clean physique. You know, there's another another word that I can say for it. And then going into the two thousands, um, Jay Cutler, more just because of the the um, hair. The, yeah, the hair. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, just the influence he had on me. You know. Oh, he was one that I watched a lot growing up, but just on the DVDs, like Cut Above the Rest and stuff like that. He influenced my training a lot still to this day. Um, mm-hmm. Like the way he trains and stuff like that is a big influence on on him. But there's there's many, many bodybuilders, man. Like, you know, all of them, Lavroni, Kyle yeah. Green, like so many of them that I've taken so much from from all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, question I got from, uh, I didn't know down who it was from. So when they hear it, they'll know who it's from then. Um, it's kind of specific. It was, how has your arm training changed from before turning pro to turning pro? Um, obviously, take that how you will, but that is what they are. So, uh, yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah, it, it's never changed. You know, I done a video I think on the ground like uh, I don't know last week or something, and it was about like basically like shorten the muscle, load the muscle, lengthen the muscle. That's how I train arms. You know, that's how I train yeah, most body parts. To be honest, but build load lengthen, if I remember. Yeah, full load length and a bit fucking er- er- erotic. I think it came out in the end. I didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> everyone was like, Yeah, feel load. Then, <laughs> but yeah, no, that my, my arm training hasn't changed, man. Sammy yeah. had a big influence on my arm training, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Has your yeah, training definitely. changed much since the move to Cal? Because I know, like, he's very, very methodic mm-hmm. in his approach to training, obviously, with his knowledge behind it, but. From what I can see from what I've seen from your videos, is like you're quite that old school 90s, we'll just go yeah. to failure and take it to that place quite a lot. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine I try, trying to shout reps and reserves think, at you. I think Cal knows, like, I try. I'm, I, I do follow his plan, obviously. And yeah, the split is definitely different, but the my style of training is, is hard to change, you know? Yeah. Because I feel it. Like no, like nobody can tell you what you feel and what you don't feel. And, you know, doing like the very, very slow controlled reps, very, very like executions and stuff like that. Like, honestly, you don't get a good pump training like that. So yeah, I, I mean, would train with his like the volume that he lays out and stuff. 
but I train with my own style, you know, and whether that looks right or wrong to people, it, it doesn't really matter because that's how I feel it, you know. Like, was, but like, I had a session with Jamie Rigo the other day and we just fucking went mental, you know? Yeah. We just yeah. went absolutely mental and I'm sore as fuck, you know? He yeah. loves it. Yeah, he fucking loves it. And I love that style of training, you know? So, yeah, with, with the way Cal has it programmed for me as opposed to how like, I um, execute it is different, you know? I'm not like, for example, like like Josh Bridgman and all that, like, you know, how they very, very on point with their... I don't know. You know what I mean? Very methodical. Very, yeah, yeah, very methodical. I just can't train for that. You know, I've trained for so many years and I train for enjoyment. Like, and I don't have any trouble like feeling body parts anymore, you know. So I kind of just train. That's a big factor, I think, quite a bit with Skip over as well. You said that it's what you enjoy, like, as well. Yeah. It's all good at saying, okay, well, this may be better in this study than, but, but if you're going in there and you don't fucking like it, you're not going to get anything out of it. You're just going to yeah. use a shit session. It kind of sums up me and you out being complete bipolar opposites. I'm very much method, like proper methodical. I need to yeah. go through it all like a bloody scientist. But that's just because I enjoy that. Whereas you, yeah. you hate it. It's, yeah. it's like, I'll put a video up of me doing, say, a cable uh, stack <laughs> row, right? Yeah. And he'll be in my DMs replying to the story, rinsing it like this long. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> rinsing it. I love that. All I'll say is, fuck off, I felt it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that is it. Like, you, like when I changed, like changed with Jamie the other day, like you see some of the reps we're doing. We're just, we just like, <clears throat> yeah. like man, but like we've been both in training for so many years. Like, trust me, I'm feeling that like fucking hell. Yeah. Like, and you can't say like like some of the top top pros in the world, like the way they move weights is yeah. Oh, he hates it. He hates it. <laughs> Yeah, you know it, it looks amateur, but like, who are you to say that they're not yeah, That's it. You see, you see someone, see someone like <laughs> the shed, the shed doing something wrong. You're not gonna have some biomechanics guru pop up and be like, "Yeah, that doesn't work." It looks like it worked for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't. It's yeah. like Jamie. I know um, some of his leg movements. Like he'd, he'd do like um, hit like a certain point towards failure, and then he'll start partials for like twenty. Yeah. And they are yeah. so ugly, but if you look at his face, right, and how his legs are popping, you know that's driving some serious... Yeah, and who's to say it's not going to work, you know? Oh, it's not optimal for hypertrophy, you know? Who's going to say that? Fuck optimal. Yeah. I said, I had this conversation with Rigo, and he was like, you know what? Sometimes you train like this, it's impossible not to fucking grow. Like, you're just trashing the muscle. All right, it might not be optimal with, like, recovery and all that shit, but... Who fucking cares, man? Like, I say this to a lot of my guys who come with me, like, like clients and stuff, and they're just getting started, and they're, they're coming to me from a very, like, analytical, methodical point of view, which is cool. You know, mm -hmm. that's a lot of content of what they're seeing. But sometimes I do just try and tell them, just, like, just, like, take a bit of a, a back step here, chill out a little bit, because they're building, yeah. like, so much anxiety around their sessions about, you know, performing the reps, right? Oh, did this go well? Did that go well? I lost a rep here. I lost... It's, like, fucking just... Just chill, man. Like you're in your first freaking year or two years of training. Yeah. Like some of the, um, like the, oh, what's it? Like core foundations, you know, that you need yeah, to. Build. Yeah, it's just fucking yeah. like intensity. Like learn how to work hard. The rest will come. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The rest same will come. same as we Fucking hard. We spent, mm. I've been training eight years and I didn't start doing this technical shit until like the last year and a half. Up until yeah. that point, it was powerlifter training, going for my one yeah. rep max all the time, benching, deadlift, training with you out, doing the oxygen plan where we was doing Jamie Durego, J-style drop sets, seven plate drop sets, going until you want to throw up. <laughs> like you just, 
you have to right. learn where that point is to then be able to take my approach that I've got now to say, right, I'll stop two before that. But unless you've got there, like you can't go yeah. into it without experiencing it. Yeah. yeah, 100%, man. You just have to train. And then, yeah, once you've got the experience, like you just have to just find your own way. You know, yeah. whatever you enjoy doing is cool and you can't slag off anyone else for, you know, the way they do things, especially no. if they're bigger than you. You're fucking <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love um, I love talking to anyone who's bigger than us. Yeah. So when I'm, you know, you're catching up with friends, obviously, or coaches and things like that. And I do like to ask them, I do dig in. I'm like, oh, what's your sort of methods? What do you like to do? And like a yeah. friend of mine, um, uh, Tom Thorman, you may have come over, he's in Dubai as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And I saw some of his stuff. It's like, he likes to put some like some six working set stuff for some people. And I was like, that sounds crazy amount of volume. And like, he was like, but that's the way I like to do things. And it's like, and I wanted to like go into the details, like why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why does Joe like to Callum like to do reps in reserve? Why does Jamie like to just drop set fucking everything and put himself in a hole? You know, uh, why does Branch Warren like to half rep everything, but it's like stupid weight or like this, that, and the other eight plate T bars and all that? Like, what's the best way? Or There's like, a million and one ways to skin a cat, man, and all of them will yeah. work with someone. Yeah, and that is it. There, there is no best way, man. At the end of the day, that I think the only thing that stands true is like you know time under tension. And some form of progression, like progressive overload. Yeah. Uh, whether that's with weight, improved form, or whatever it is, there has to be some form of progression and there has to be time under tension. And, and mm. that's it. Yeah. Work fucking hard. Don't stress yourself out about it and do it how you want to do it. You know, if you want to be methodical and al- analytical, you get a kick out of that. That's cool. If you yeah. want to train like a fucking animal mm. like, yeah, and look like a freaking donkey kicking around, then do that. <laughs> yeah. With um, a bit of a funnier one. Is longer hair more classic than short? <laughs> I, think it is. I feel less classic, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I feel oh, less classic. It was a pinnacle look, man. Like the UK yeah. classic bodybuilding was represented by you and that long hair on stage. Like that's something that everyone who's into classic just it's memorable. Uh, get, get this, man. I, I stopped putting up posing reels for a little bit. I put one up the other day, but I stopped period. It was a period of putting them up. I didn't tell no, I haven't told no one and this is why I really stopped putting them up. I didn't like my hair. I was like, I cut my hair off. I was like, I cut my hair off. And I feel like the posing is now not classic. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't look as good. I feel like I now look like an Essex boy trying to be um, like yeah. a golden bodybuilder. It don't work. But yeah. Because unfortunately, a posing reel is 30 seconds and I've got the rest of life to deal with where I feel like a hobo. So Yeah, gotcha. Maybe you need a moustache. Has that, has yeah, that been a consideration uh, of yours? Uh, yeah. It's the, the, it's the Chris, yeah. Chris Bumstead. Whatever yeah. trends, whatever style he brings to the Olympia, you see this big trend or something. All these loads of kids in my gym, like 16 with mullets, and I'm trying mullet, to grow some It's the fucking mullet. Like, I don't know, man, I'm not about it. I've got yeah. a mate of mine, um, he actually had a mullet for long, like, and yeah. he got so mad, he chopped his off. He was like, I'm fucking done with it. He was like, everyone else <laughs> trying to have a mullet. <laughs> and he did it. He always had it before Chris Bums and all that sort of stuff, and he was like, I'm just done with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do miss it. I might grow it back. I don't know. I just, yeah. I just felt like a bit of a hobo, you know. It's freaking, it's hard work because my hair don't naturally sit back, you know. It's just hard work. I wake up in the morning. It's like, ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, did you keep the ponytail when you chopped it off? Uh, yeah, it's framed. <laughs> I don't know why someone wanted to know that. It's I don't know where it is now. Rolling in the morning. When is the uh, when's the return for the stage? Twenty twenty three, sometime. Like I've flirted with the idea of getting on stage at the end of this year. 
Mm-hmm. Because I think the, the Olympia is really late this year, isn't it? I think, it's I think they're continuing that late time yeah. again. Yeah. So, so like the, the late qualifiers, like November. So I was like, oh, I can I do it? But then that just means starting to get in shape, like end of summer. And it's just cutting my off season, like short again. I'm yeah. just, I just know I'm going to fall short again. So I have to, as much as I don't want to, like definitely want to compete. I really don't want to have a year off, but I have to, man. So it will be, it will be next year. And, you know, I'd like to say I, I will definitely be at the 2023 Olympia yeah. next year. Yeah, I've got, it'll be sometime. I don't know when. I don't know if it'll be early in the year or mm. summer. I don't know. Mm. I'll cool. tell you um, one thing that, uh, and this comes out a bit of the blue, but there was one shot I saw of you. I think it's when you changed your most muscular, like to that front sort of. I need to find a picture. If you give me a second. Yeah, I've done so many. Yeah, I will. It won't take me long. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure John did a post recently where he literally went through every single possible most muscular there is. Yeah, I posted like five of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. It won't take. Because Leon, long. Leon said it to me, and he was he, he tagged me and like doing the John Loftus most muscular. I don't, I, was like, I don't even know what that is. I think this this most muscular because I even tried it the other day in Crayford. I was trying it out, and I was like, do you know what? It doesn't actually look too bad. Like it's just different. Oh, this is gonna annoy me. Come on. Is it the so many? There's so many naked photos of you on here, man. But yeah. just one of them. <laughs> <Hands> <laughs> She's like, you need to start posting pictures and t-shirts just so we know. Put some father sons on, you know, tag them in it. Can't do that. You want about this one, Al? That's the one. Thank you. Oh, that one. He hits it a little bit different in the old one. I think there's one more where it's like one leg quad forward and a duck to show it. It's like as if that That as if that front leg was turned offset a little bit. But yeah, that's the sort of shot. That one. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah, see that that one is like. I did. That's not even one I really thought about doing. You know, I was kind of no. just in my. I was just in the in the room, just flexing. Yeah. And I just put my hands together. I was like, yeah, but I've not. I don't think I've ever even hit that on stage. I'm not sure. Yeah. What's your weight in that? I will. Bit? I think I will now because that one. Everyone was like, ah, oh, that. Like, I can't remember what number it was, but everyone was like that one. And I was like, yeah. oh, fucking hell. Yeah, number four, I think. Yeah, so I'll probably I'll probably will start hitting that one. I've definitely <laughs> do that done them hands before, but I don't know if I've ever done it standing. Yeah, on the stage. yeah. Yeah, you know, the standard one, the Phil Heath. I can't really do that one because my bicep attachments don't look good for it. Yeah, unless I've got like, a really big arm pump, I can do it. But mm-hmm. it's the one yeah. shot I've always struggled with. I can, no, I don't like any of my most muscular. Hands, the hands like yeah. this. I've got, I've got arms literally as long as my legs. So when I hit the most muscular, like I've just got fucking yeah. skeletal arms. They're just hanging, hanging everywhere. There's gaps all over the place. Like You need toad arms, mate. Need. That one, it kind of closes the arms up nicely. That's why yeah, I did it, to be honest. Mm. I have to, I'll have to mm-hmm. play around. Yeah, man. Yeah, just play around. That's all I do. I just fucking make it up. Hey, that's the one thing I've been enjoying more so than anything. Leon and Ryan both got me doing it. Just don't, don't strip off. Just put some. Just leave your fucking trousers on. You yeah, know, yeah. look in the mirror, put some music on, and just fucking film it and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find, yeah I used to never have clothes. We just always well, just used to be in a vest and then just yeah. hit shots. Play around, it. you can tweak things to look prettier on the physique when you are actually stripped off, checking in or doing whatever. But just playing yeah. around with what I feel comfortable getting into and doing is it's so much better. Yeah, I've, yeah. yeah for sure. 100%. I, I find just, it so easy. Like, I'm guilty of not being a phenomenal poser at all. I just like to hit mandatory shots and trying to just look more like a bodybuilder and you kind of just hit it and before you know it you're already packing up the tripod and you're like wait 
take a second, you dickhead, and try yeah. something else. It, like I sent something to George the other day, and I was like, I'm giving it a go. Let's see what this tugboat can do. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, tweak this, tweak this, da, da, da. And he was like, like your hip flexibility is shit. Like, you know, trying to twist the background. <laughs> and you could just see all the pressure building up on this left side. It's like, yeah, you need to stretch. What happens when you're a short little Wreck-It Ralph bodybuilder, man? <laughs> Want to be bodybuilder? Still a muscle model for now. <laughs> Not long. Well, that's long. Start, man. Just put, put some music on and just have a little flow around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, one from Leon actually. What was John's record as a boxer, and what made you get into boxing? Oh fucking hell! I see the one of you holding the belt. I can't remember what's going on. It was. It was from a Sons of the Anarchy soundtrack, but I can't remember what one. Oh, no, I think a... he means record as in boxing record, like competitive. Is that yeah, what like you mean? What, what, what song did I walk out to? No, no. Uh, I mean... What was your record, like wins? Oh, my record. Oh, man. Like, I only had like a few unlicensed fights, you know? Mm. That, that, like, I never try, I was never trying to post that saying I was a freaking like amazing boxer. It's just one of the things I don't, I had like three unlicensed fights and I won, I won them. But it's just unlicensed fights, you know. I just got into, I just more enjoyed, I just love um, any sport, to be honest, you know. Yeah. Bodybuilding takes the cream of the crop, but I, like, I've been involved in so many different sports. I just love sport, love yeah. moving. I just love it, you know. And I um, I got into boxing, to be honest, off the back of the, the fight I had and getting in trouble. I was like, man, I need to channel this somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, a few things happened in my life, and I was just angry for whatever reason. And, um, yeah, I just had to channel it for a couple of years. So I got into Punch that. Punch people up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I said, don't get me wrong. I got punched way more than I punched people. I had like, yeah, a bad, yeah. bad nose injury. Front. Like, my nose goes completely flat. Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got no part in my nose from boxing. Sure. Three years, just hammering it five times a week. Yeah, I would just go forward like thought I was Rocky, just lead with my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in 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 the end, my nose was impenetrable because it couldn't be busted anymore. <laughs> Man, that is amazing, just watching you play with it because it just goes full on. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Somebody put me in. I was like relatively like good quite quick. So somebody put me in sparring with this dude who was just fucking amazing. He beat the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I enjoy boxing, but yeah, bodybuilding takes cream of the crop, but I've done a lot of different sports. Mm. Is there any other ones that you're into at the minute? Like, is in any sort of like, was it where Dubai obviously opens the door for a lot of things? Can you, anything you want to look into while you're out there? Or even like skydiving, things like that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, we actually, started, me and Hannah spoke about skydiving the other day, but every, I'm getting, I'm turning to a proper bitch now. The older I get and the more I'm like, obviously, you know, Pro bodybuilder trying to like get someone. Can't get, in, can't get injured. Yeah, I get, I get injured and I'm fucked. If I get yeah. injured to the point I can't bodybuild in, I'm fucked. I've just wrecked. You know, I'm 29. I've got a solid 10 years in this game. Yeah. You know, at my best before I, you know, potentially start declining. Like I don't want to fuck that up. Like, and I'm very serious about that. I'm like I don't like. I used to like. I've been on a few skiing trips and even now I'm like, do I even want to ski anymore? Because I've got a bit of a dodgy knee. One yeah. twist, boom, done. I'm like. This is why I, I won't go boarding again. <laughs> Same thing. I can't risk yeah. it. <laughs> My knee's taken yeah. up from the hack squat. 
You know, yeah. I don't do backflips no more. You know, you go to them trampoline places, you know, all my pals used to be like trampoline and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, try it out. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm 20 kilos heavier than I used to be. He's like, I'm not trying it. Because like, if I land funny, I'm I'm just fucked. You know, I'm cool. Like, you can do it. It looks better when you do it anyway. Oh, I was a fucking idiot and backflipped on the pavement the other day. <laughs> you busted. I'm not doing it again, though. It killed my feet. Yeah. <laughs> If, you, if I took the audio, audio off the reel, you'd hear how hard my feet <laughs> floor. They were so sore the next day. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but I think Brad, I think Brandon Harding posted it and he couldn't land it. Yeah. So like, me and my missus was laying down by the pool and she was like, oh, Brandon, I can't learn. Why don't you do it? And I'm, like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Ego got the better of me. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it right now. <laughs> it just stood up on the, on the fucking pavement and just boom, done it. Luckily landed it, but I'm not doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, can you please stop? I was like, I'm fucking, yeah, measuring dicks. Uh, Sorry, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be done, man. It happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no, I don't do nothing. I just bodybuild, man. I like playing. I was playing guitar before I come out here, but I got my guitar with me. I was attempting to play guitar. Yeah. Um, What's it been like kind of get everything rolling in Dubai? Cause it's such a like, bodybuilding thriving community. I can imagine, yeah. I've seen people go out there and they, relatively not, I'm not saying they're unsuccessful in the UK but there's a difference when they get out there how quickly they boom mm, yeah. Kind of friends, yeah a couple of friends that have moved out there that have done similar just exploded the minute they got there you know what it is I think it's it's actually the amount the amount of people that are here now like from the UK yeah. it's a really uh, when you come out here you're kind of welcomed by any like if you're from the UK you know and they've been here they're out here they've done it everyone's very very welcoming like everyone they want to help you you know like oh, where to rent a car where to rent a place like where to get food this and that everyone's very welcoming so it's, it's really really fucking easy to come out here and get started because there's a lot of people in there done it like the ogs like darren farrell obviously i'm fortunate that I was, he's a very good friend of mine anyway i've been with him stayed with him in his apartment in dubai before so like i was very close with the the lads out here who have been here the longest but there's a lot of people out here doing it, man. And it's just, I think you just, you come out here and you have nothing else to focus. Obviously there are distractions, but generally like, you know, 90% of the time you're just out here focused on working on your business. You know, you're away from family, you're away from friends. So yeah. it's just the fact you have the time to, and obviously you're around a lot of people doing well and it makes you want to do better, you know? Oh yeah. Is it, um, I got told as well, mate of mine, he had like insulin delivered to his door right out there. <laughs> I mean, I just bought it at the pharmacy. First time I've ever used it, she's got me on 20 IUs in the morning. Yeah. Um, Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah, Atlantis, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's well, well, well cheap. You just buy it in the pharmacy. Mad. No more yeah. WhatsApp numbers. Yeah. yeah. T4, metformin, you just buy it, in, buy it in the pharmacy, man. Hey, what's the price? Send it over here. <laughs> yeah, I probably could, mate. <laughs> uh, I, I can't remember what the price was. I can't remember. Cheeks. Yeah. The regulations, man, they're, they're really hot on like not using recreational drugs out there and all that. Yeah. No alcohol and stuff. And they're just there like, oh, it's bodybuilding. Yeah, sweet. Fuck it, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, they love it's funny though, you can actually get alcohol. There's little, uh, there's little alcohol drivers that come around and secretly drop it off. <laughs> I, knew like, I knew they had like little like... They serve it up like it's cocaine. They have to yeah. get in the car. I, I wouldn't know. I haven't bought any. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, is, it, is it no alcohol completely or is it none in public? No, they have, they have few, I remember there's a few like bars and stuff that are licensed for uh, holiday people. Yeah. Some hotels, right, if you're in the um, grounds. 
there's there's loads of places to drink out here, man. All the bar because all the bars and all the restaurants are linked to hotels and stuff. Yeah. So they all they all serve mm-hmm. alcohol. But even so, there's like you go down to like the um, like the mall and stuff. Like there's one there's an alcohol free side. There's an alcohol side. You know. Okay. Um, all the beach clubs serve alcohol. And everything. So yeah. it's it's very different now. People are like, oh, Dubai. It's not like that. You know, girls yeah. walk around shorts and a crop top during the day like it's nothing you know yeah what about um cost of living i think we covered this a few other people before but is it relatively the same but most people just say it's as you know as expensive as you make it it seems to be the most common thing yeah, really. yeah it is yeah like boring answer but it's just as expensive as you make it. like food is i'd say food is the same to be honest yeah. it's only certain things like branded stuff like for example pack of cocoa pops is like a fine one yeah it's just certain things that are branded and exported are really jacked up but you can get the same thing like their brand so like and things like meat and stuff like that it's exactly the same like some things are cheaper so Mm. i wouldn't food wise is exactly the same obviously going out to eat yeah it's what you make it like there's some and and i've been to a lot of them freaking expensive places like cocktail you know you go like london and it's it's, you know 15 20 pound for a cocktail maybe it's like that like here's like 20 pound for a cocktail 30 pound for a cocktail yeah you can get like steaks for like 200 pounds and stuff like that it's crazy yeah. like but you don't have to spend that there's places that are just normal as well you know but um in terms of like renting apartments and stuff it's very similar like we're in we're just we're not in a massive place at the minute we've just gone to a, we was in a million pound apartment but that was one of my clients it was just a lucky he gave us a lucky start he was like empty do you want to come out wow. i was like yeah I'll take it <laughs> but now we've just moved to a little airbnb yeah um, 1200 like? 1200 a month yeah airbnb yeah yeah 1200 a month we're looking to kind of upgrade next month i just wanted to like take it slow like car cars 400 pound a month yeah um or no no 300 pound a month um yeah. although fucking fuel is nothing out here fuck me we took drove yeah, it to the gas heard, yeah. 18 pounds to fill up crazy <laughs> yeah. It's literally the same, same as what I pay here. <laughs> it's identical. Yeah. <laughs> sunny, sunny country, bodybuilding everywhere. Yeah. I've got a job. It's, it's not crazy different. It just, it just can, you end up spending more because there's stuff to do. Yeah. Like beach clubs and stuff. You know, you go to a beach club, you pay £50 for a bed and you stay there all day and spend money on food, you know. Like, it's just because there's stuff to do. But it doesn't have to be expensive if you don't want it to. You could easily come out here on a budget and get yourself started you know yeah yeah there's a lot of people that when they move out to buy they also blow up not just from a business point but like bodybuilding wise they just get wham and everyone always makes the joke like oh it's the dubai gh it's, uh, it's all this it's what they're using or blah 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 i'm pretty convinced it's more down to like the lifestyle change that you go from here in the uk stressing your bollocks after in dubai you yeah. know you're going for a beach club and you've got someone waiting hand on foot bringing you your macro track food like it's lifestyle it's so much yeah it's just lifestyle like for example like you go to the garage to fill up guy does it for you takes a payment you go shopping and you got a ton of shopping somebody packs the bags for you like you know there's a, there's a maid in every building like they make the beds they like everything man it's just a very very um yeah comfortable lifestyle you know and like i say there's a lot of things to do sunshine every day happier you know low stress I think it's the li- it's the lifestyle over over everything, man. Because it all has a knock on effect, right? You know, if you you got the sun on your face, you got things to do, like things are going well, and then it has a knock on effect, you know, with everything you do. Food is more on point, training is on point. It has a has a knock on effect, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. That's a, that's the secret. We've got to get out there. 
Yeah, I did speak to Tom. I bumped into because he had clients at a show I was going to that uh, pure elite one. He was like, he was like, mate, you just need to fucking come. He was like, just come out there. He was like, you just need to come. Um, and yeah. he couldn't be more gassed about it. Um, he, he is cool. He is cool. But what I will say though, like I will say, it's not. I, don't, I wouldn't want anyone to think that it's the be all and end all though. You know, because it yeah. is ultimately you are just living like like yeah, a few beach clubs, but it's not really any different to being in the UK. Yeah, the Norway, so, I guess, wears off. I can, I can imagine at some yeah, point. Yeah, of course, it's amazing. Like, no respect. Yeah, you, you, you can just because you're out here, you can still be miserable. Like I was, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> if you're not happy, if you're not, I'm serious. Like if you're not happy within yourself, it doesn't mm. matter where you are, you know. So don't. I wouldn't want anyone thinking like, you know, like oh, I've gone to Dubai, living the life, and like, everyone's like, oh yeah, living the life. And it's like, oh, not really. Like shit still happens. You still have shit going on in your own head. But yeah, yeah like it is if you're content in yourself, then yes, it is a nice lifestyle. Mm. What I was going to ask is, um, so your partner obviously lives out there with you. Is her business is her coaching, or is it something else that she does? Or what, yeah, yeah, same, same thing. Online coaching, yeah, she does yeah. the same thing. She's a competitor as well. Yeah, yeah, she's um, she started about the same time as me, I think, like 2016. Obviously, we didn't know each other then. Um, but yeah, she's um, going for a pro card. She went for it last year, didn't quite get it, but she's going to go for it. I don't know if I should say this. No, she said then. She might be going. It's all right. Not many, not many, not too many people. <laughs> all right. She's going to go for it. Um, she's going to go for it again this year. But yeah, she competes. She does exactly the same, same nice. thing as me. Awesome. Rolling together with it. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a dynamic that works, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had the like, Oh man, girls that like, my history of, of freaking girlfriends. Like, I've been with people in the industry. I say people, I've only had a couple of girlfriends. Like, I've been with one in the industry, been with one without the industry, like yeah. that's outside the industry. And after being with them too, I was like, no, nah, I definitely need one that's in the industry because the second one, because oh, I went to one without that was outside of it, thinking that would be better. It was way worse. Really? <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just because of the, you know, the whole Instagram things, like it's not normal to have your boyfriend be posting pictures up in his pants every day. <laughs> it's not. You know, yeah. if they're not fully into understanding what bodybuilding is, yeah. all they see is you getting attention, you know, male or female, like all oh, they just male, male more, as we know. Now definitely more though. Yeah, my freaking Instagram is littered with it. I'm getting yeah. asked to send dirty socks and freaking boxes on a daily basis to people. Trust me. Is there a price that tempts you? Huh? Is there I've a done price? It. I've done it. Oh, done it. See? Yeah. I've done it once. I've done it once. For a I was with Hannah. I was like, fuck it. I was like, yeah, 100 <laughs> quid for a pair of socks. I was like, fuck it. I was like, I keep getting asked. He was he was like, oh, no, 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 how much? I was like, yeah, 100 quid. Here's my, I just sent my email. I was like, here's my paper. You send the money, I'll send you socks. You sent it, 100 quid. I never sent him the socks. <laughs> uh, that's what James, James <laughs> I literally. Every time I get one, I barter with them. I'm like, right, well, look, I'm, in, I'm interested. Here's my price. And then they're like, two and a throw, and they never, ever come to, like, yeah. agreements. I'm waiting yeah. for I've that. Had, I've had once, but no, I won't I won't be getting into a habit. It was more just for a laugh. But, like, my, my, my missus' fucking hand gets, like, some, <clears> some <throat> sick suggestions, man. Like, there was a dude, like, oh, I'm out here uh, in Dubai. I want to see you and your boyfriend. Fuck, I'll give you 25k each. And it's just like, what? Like, John, fuck. Like, I don't cash, in, cash in, mate. Cash in on that. <laughs> fucking, mate. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird, mate. 
just imagine yeah. it's, like, it's like Brandon, isn't it? Brandon done the OnlyFans. It's just same principle, just this in person watching. I just, I just can't go to that that world, man. I've got fix yeah. about it. Like, I think it's really fucked up, and it's fucking a lot of people up. They yeah. just sell their self, man. Just yeah. sell you, their self. Hey, you know guys who've done it then? Huh? You know guys who have like gone into some of this stuff then? Not, not even really. I try not to talk about it. I was going to yeah, say, I can't I, imagine there's many that have. Yeah, yeah. or there's probably ones that have and then haven't spoke about it, I guess, you know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I just think it's a proper... I don't know what I think of it. I mean, whatever folks your boat, I suppose. But yeah. just a, I am a bit of a deep guy. When it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't want to make my living doing that shit. You know, I've got more <laughs> self-respect. <Yeah. laughs> a little bit more than that 100 quid pair of socks. Yeah, like, like you know, me and the missus in the bedroom, then yeah, it'd be a dirty fucker, but yeah, yeah, gotcha. Not for some old weirdo sat in the corner watching. My missus ain't fucking her in front of you. (laughs) The weirdest one I got was 2019 prep. I had this guy and his boyfriend, they offered me, I think it was like 150 quid or something, to go to their apartment. There'd be a glory hole set up. They'd leave the money like this side, right? (laughs) Yes, swear to God, right? Come in. Poke the old boy through, right? <laughs> Poke the old boy through. Get, get sorted. On a flop, on a flop. Just, <laughs> just like, just like, just a force. <laughs> and it was just like, this is, this is mad. Like, you're getting a bit of good shape. The DMs are strange. Like, George obviously got more into it the last few years. And like, you get these strange old requests. And these guys don't hold back, you know. Our girlfriends are all over our pages. And it's like, mate, you are disgusting. Crazy. You just got to switch off from it. It's just fucking stupid at the end. Of the I day. always, always show it to Els or like someone will send you like a nude and it's like, I'm not sure if this is even him or something, but it's like, are you, <laughs> yeah. are you all right? Are you all right, bro? Like, you, yeah. or like, I'll get her to send her a selfie back to him. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ian Han play about it all the time. She got a message the other day, like, oh, so, oh my God, you're amazing. You're wonderful. I want you to be my wife. And she just gets her phone and takes a picture of me. And I'm like, and we do, <laughs> we do that shit all the time, all the time. Yeah. There was one dude the other day messaged me. He messaged me and he was like, oh man, he was like, um, I've got a problem. Like, I, need some, I need some advice. Can you help me? And I thought he, that's all he said. And I just thought he was talking training, posing, whatever. And I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. I know he asked to jump on a consultation. He's like, how much do you charge for a consultation? Like, I need some advice. Because I had a little chat and then he was like, yeah, see, it's just my missus. Like, she's, she said she's unsatisfied and that size is a problem and, and all that shit. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he was like, I can't satisfy my missus. Like, what do I do about it? And I was like, voice noting. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't have them problems. <laughs> it's like having a conversation when he was like, oh, is 2.8 inches really that bad? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, this kid's like fucking with me. I was like, but I was just cracking. It's funny. Yeah. That, them Fuck ones have got to make the story. They've got to be shamed on the story. Yeah. It is mad to know what you hear. Yeah, I should have. I don't even know why I didn't actually. I should have. <laughs> there's one that's that. comedy gold. If it's something like that, that's comedy gold, man. I will shame yeah. it. Post it, shame it. You must know Ryan Mackins, John, do you? Ryan Mackins? Really yeah, he's, sure. a, he's a class one, super heavy guy, UK amateur. Um, but anyway, like, he always shares his DMs of like random things that he yeah. gets after him and his girlfriend. and. It yeah. always, you know, the message always starts off harmless, obviously, just to get a yes. bit of a and then it just goes down a hole, like to these <laughs> strange old requests. And they, these are leave them like, dude, obviously, they're all fake profiles. And I was like, these guys probably go to work, say hello to people, shake people's hands, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. 
coming back on Instagram and just, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Fucking wrong, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's a weird old world out there. Well, that's definitely was, a way. To, I was watching Tinder, Tinder Swindler. She wanted to watch it. Oh, man, I watched it last it's night. Good. It's really good. It's fucked. I had yeah. that man, mate. It, I don't, a part of me was like, are, they, are the birds stupid? Or like, is he really yeah. fucking cycling? I was like, I was like uh, fucking gold diggers. Yeah, that's what I yeah. said. Yeah, I suppose, you know, on the flip side... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the man, the man, he, how much fucking money he made? Like 140 million off these people from just pretending to be their like missus or whatever, stringing them along. And every time he's like, oh, I've got to go here for business, he's just going to and another, another bird. Bird. He was living the life. Yeah. On tap, yeah. It, he got it figured out. I mean, yeah, he was a douchebag, but. <laughs> yeah, he had it figured out. <laughs> he, he, had, he had it figured out, didn't he? <laughs> he cracked the code, didn't he? When he you weigh it up. Getting... Five months inside, 140 mil play. He was getting birds. To, he was getting birds to fund the million dollar lifestyle. Like to be honest, we should look up to the guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I bought, he had the um, birds for everything. Yeah, he's even he's even making money now. What's that? Um, it's like a company that like, you pay him like 50 pounds or something. You do like a, a personal voice note to them or a personal video. Um, Is it? Yeah, and he started doing those. And obviously, people really? are going to cash in, getting all these. Like uh, a car guy I follow, he got one. Um, <laughs> another guy who's, ah, oh, you know, my enemies are after me, you know, send me more. That sort of stuff. But he's like, I'm he's, king. He's, take, he's taking advantage of it. So, fair play to him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, shit. I think that is, uh, well, we've hit just over yeah. the hour. Man. So, is it, is it a good time to wrap it up? I feel like it is, man. John, you honestly, it's been nice just to hear yeah. how humble you are, man. It's nice to see how open you are as well. Mate, it's quality. Oh, it is. You know, nice at Winsight. You know, we've got into some cool stuff, some deep stuff, and obviously a hell of a lot of funny stuff. So it was mega. You know, it was unreal. I appreciate you having me on. I, uh, I hope your podcast continues to do well. Honestly, things like this, man, just by you giving us a chance like, to speak to pros and things like that, it's going to make more people want to be involved. So we are nothing but thankful. You know, we when Leon told us, we were like, really? Like, you want to come on up? You want to talk to us? You know what I mean? It, yeah. Honestly, it's mega. Um, any, is there anyone, like, anyone in the industry that like, are willing to, you know, it's, it's the industry, isn't it? It's like, it was good to me. You just got to, you know, everyone's helped. Everyone helps everyone, you know. Take it, I find out, the more people you talk to and like, you know, you end up networking. Well, I don't actually use the word networking. sounds too corporate. But, you know, you talk to this guy and that guy. And it's like, oh, this guy knows this guy. And the other guy said to me, Dave's like, oh, if you ever go compete abroad, I know this guy who, who does this show. And he was like, oh, I'll let him know that. And he'll sort you out. I'm like. Yeah, like just by talking to this guy in the gym, do you know what I mean? He's mad. I think if you, I think you'll find like overall, generally, like I've been in the game, well, not ages, a good while now. Like met a lot of people, met most of the like pros, well, probably every pro in the industry, and everyone's very willing to, everyone's willing to help everyone. You know, bodybuilding's a small industry. Like we ain't yeah. got enough people in the industry to be freaking not helping each other up. You know, otherwise, what what is bodybuilding like? It's gonna burn. You know. 100%, man. 100%. John, have you got yeah. anything you want to promote at the end of this? We always leave a little bit for you. Anything you've got going on? Coaching, uh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm not a big man for promoting myself. I mean, yeah, I'm a coach. You, you want to you uh, do some coaching, do some coaching, whatever. But no, probably the only thing I'd say I want to promote is um, so I brought out my ebook, The Periodized Posing Protocol. Um, yeah, I suppose that's the only thing I would push. I genuinely, genuinely, really, really believe that, you know, if you're um, especially a first timer, but anywhere from sort of first timers to you know first couple of years competing, I genuinely, genuinely believe that that ebook will 
help transform your posing. So, and it's only 20 quid. So I generally believe that you're missing out if you don't have that. That's all I would say. Only because I I would have loved to have something like that when I was first started, you know. Okay. Um, but that's that's about it, you know. Amazing. Like I said, yeah, link, awesome. Links in the Instagram. Instagram. I'll um, anything else I'll attach on the bottom of the comments on YouTube. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Absolute pleasure having you on, brother. Yeah, no, thank you so course. much for your time. No, of course it was good. It was a good chat. Appreciate yeah. you having me. Mm. Nice, right, man. Right. Well, until the next time, guys. Peace. See you later. Bye.